Sunday the 17th of December 2023, the third Sunday of Advent. The Gospel reading is from the Gospel of John chapter 1, verses 6 to 8 and 19 to 28. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you a prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptising, if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptise with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptising. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Today is the third Sunday of Advent, a day when, in terms of our Advent candles, we traditionally remember John the Baptist, the prayer as we light that third Advent candle is this. Lord Jesus, light of the world, John told the people to prepare, for you were very near. As Christmas grows closer day by day, help us to be ready to welcome you now. Amen. John told the people to prepare, for you were very near. I don't think that John the Baptist in this prayer and who we remember today had it in mind that our preparation needed to include the preparation we are going through now. Putting up uh, Christmas decorations, choosing, buying, wrapping gifts, preparing the food list and um, going all into all this planning for our Christmas Day celebrations. Also, our carol services, crib services, my preparation has meant uh, a disproportionate amount of producing liturgies and paper and cutting and folding. No, none of that is the preparation that John told the people to prepare for God is very near. John meant the sort of preparation um, that we've been hearing about in our readings over recent weeks to repent of our sins, to stay awake and be alert to the coming of the Messiah. For John then, 
the first coming of the Messiah, for us now, Christ's second coming. So we remember John the Baptist, but he's not the only John I want to mention today because there is, in our Bible reading, John, the Gospel writer, who wrote the piece today about John the Baptist. John 1, 1 to 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. John, the gospel writer, makes this very clear for us. But actually for the first believers, for the first people who met John the Baptist, it was not so clear. John the Baptist was uh, commonly perceived, partly because of his behaviour, partly because of the message that he brought, to be a prophet. He had followers of his own. Religious leaders and other people questioned who he was, which is why, going back to John, our Gospel writer, he relays um, the next verses. That the Jews sent priests and Levites to ask him, who are you? He said, I am not the Messiah. And then they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? Are you a prophet? Now, one thing we often lose when we are reading stuff, particularly old texts, is the tone of voice uh, that might have played out at that time. I don't think that's true with this. I think John, our gospel writer, almost manages to strongly put across the almost irritation of John the Baptist. Can you hear it in the text? Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. What then? Are you Elijah? I am not. Are you a prophet? No. Then they said to him, who are you? Let us have an answer. What do you say about yourself? I am the one. I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. You can almost hear John the Baptist getting ramped up. And then he goes on, I baptise with water. Among you stands one who you do not know, who's coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. Now in quoting Isaiah, in saying these things, John couldn't have been more blatant in saying, I am the one who's coming before the Messiah. The Messiah is on his way. This is imminent. And yet still, there are those who couldn't receive him. So how good are we now about being prepared, not for our Christmas Day celebrations, our food and our gifts, how good are we at being prepared for being like John the Baptist in telling others, look, we need to repent. We need to um, be awake. We need to be ready for Christ's second coming. The Messiah is on his way. Easy for me to say that to you on this podcast, but in reality, I have moments where I'm stumped. Even this last week, I was talking to somebody. Um, I'd gone to see a, a younger woman whose mother is very poorly. I was chatting to her about the care, about how she's feeling, about all sorts of things. 
Now she's not a Christian, she doesn't come to church. And in my mind I was going, how do I say to her, you need Christ, he will make this better. And yet I didn't say it, perhaps I should. But I was afraid if I did, she was going to think, well, I'm not talking to the vicar again. How ridiculous, because this is somebody who doesn't know their need of Christ. So I'm preparing for Christmas in a slightly different way. Because of that experience this week, I'm spending time on contemplating, not to find the clever words to give people in those circumstances, because I know God doesn't want me to proselytise or come across in such a way as um, I put people off wanting to come through the doors of the church, wanting to come back to me for support and realising that actually it's not my support, it's Christ's love that's flowing from me in support. And I'm taking that time to contemplate, not to find the pithy words or right answers, but to simply sit with God and ask him to use me, use me as an example, to use my silences to use my internal um, confusion of not knowing what to say, to just actually let God flow through me in those circumstances. So how are you preparing for Christmas? Aside of the gifts and the wrapping and the food and the who you're with, how are you uh, preparing? John the Baptist came thousands of years ago and told the people to prepare for Christ was very near. Christ is very near, not just in our memories of the scenes of nativity, but Christ is very near in his coming again. We repent, we keep watch and we prepare and allow God also to work through you and with you in that preparedness, praying that not only will we ourselves be ready for Christ, but that we will be able to bring others with us. Amen. Knowing that our God loves us and listens, let us pray to him now. Lord, your church is so full of possibility and yet so vulnerable. It is so urgently needed in our world and yet often so weak. We pray today that you strengthen each member of the body and increase our sense of expectation so that we live with your life in us, that we are able to witness your light across the world. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Lord, in our constantly changing world with its shifting values and fragile ecological balance, root us deeply in your unchanging nature of mercy, goodness, faithfulness and love. As we boldly pray that those brought to positions of leadership exercise that um, charge with integrity and thoughts for others, with connectedness, collaboration and cooperation across the world. Lord, 
hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Lord, we welcome you into our homes, our streets and our communities. Where we are blind to your presence, give us sight, in the ordinary and in the remarkable. Help us to recognise our true and living God in every aspect of our lives. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Lord, all the needs of your children are known to you. With God-given love, we bring to mind those we know who are suffering physically, spiritually or emotionally, that they may find you there beside them in dark and painful times. We pray especially also for those who are isolated, when no one sees their pain, knowing that you are with them also. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Lord, to whom eternity is natural, help us to realise that time is not the whole story and welcome into your kingdom those who have lived this life in your company and have now passed through death. Comfort those who mourn, whose hearts are heavy with grieving. And Lord, awaken us to expect you with joy. We give you thanks for your tender love and care, your unfailing patience with us. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. So we share together in the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you for joining me for Worship at Home. If you would like to receive weekly links to my podcast, you can get in touch through the website Spotify for Podcasters or directly at revlucylun at gmail.com. Goodbye.